Hello and welcome into the Gotta Be Saints podcast. I'm your host, Brendan Gotta. Join me each week as I speak with future saints about being saints. Today's podcast is titled Christ the King. If you're a regular listener to the Gotta Be Saints podcast, I just want to start by saying thank you. This podcast is brought to you by Good Catholic and the Catholic Company. As I said, today we are talking about the great feast of Christ the King. It is the last feast of the calendar year before we enter into a new liturgical season. As you are probably well aware, if you're listening to this in the week that this episode's released, then you know that we are about to start the Advent season. But right now, we still are in that last week of this liturgical year. And if you're looking at the readings, you know that they're all about the end times, preparation for what is to come. The reality is, this season this season of life, this time here on earth, it is not the final period. It is actually a preparation for what is to come, what is offered to us. If only we accept the graces, this opportunity to be with Christ the King in his kingdom. So, of course, I want to share a few thoughts I know that the podcast did not have a new release this last week, so I apologize for that, but we're back. And as I said, we're talking about Christ the King. So a few thoughts. Firstly, what does it even mean to be a king? I was at church this morning and our deacon listed all of the people who currently claim king in their title, King James Elvis, you know, is the king, the king of England. And this is fine. You know, they, of course, are talking about earthly kingdoms. LeBron, the king of the basketball court. Elvis, the king of the stage. But this, of course, has nothing to do with today's feast. Christ the king. Because here's a king, here's a ruler who rules in quite a different way. His power, his might, his strength is so much greater. He is king of the universe, Christ the king. And kings, as you know, and I know, they rule over their land. And then, of course, there are subjects. And these subjects are called to serve the king. So when we look at Christ the king, it's pretty easy to understand that we are his subjects. We are Jesus's subjects. We are God's subjects. And we're called to serve him. And what does that mean to serve? Yes, of course, we are called to do what he asks of us. But I think there's something even more to it. And what, what do I mean by that? I mean, we're called to give ourselves over fully. St. Louis de Montfort talks about this, and he uses the word slavery. Now, that can make 
even the most diehard Catholics a little nervous. It can make them uh, quake a little bit because why would I ever use the word slavery? Well, his thought process there is that we truly have nothing. We truly are all his and nothing is ours on this earth. Everything, all dominion is the Lord's. And so we are his slaves. Even if that term makes you uncomfortable, we are his slaves because we are at his beckoning call. Without him, we can do nothing. And so as we celebrate Christ the King, I think it's important to reflect, even if ever so shortly, even just if it's a minute's worth of time, reflect on that reality, reflect on the fact that he has dominion over us. And luckily for us, he is a good king. And so for us to be saints, for us to be the people that we are called to be, it starts with us giving ourselves over to him. When we die to ourselves, when we live within that slavery, when we live within that servitude, when we live within that docility, we are able to be the people he needs us to be. I want to share a couple of stories that have impacted my own life that kind of hit on this message of Christ the King. Two stories in particular that I think at least have given me pause, given me the ability to reflect on how he is the King in my life. And this, of course, begins with being able to surrender my life to him, trusting that he is a good king and that I'm called to serve him and I'm called to give over everything in my life to him. My wife and I recently were so blessed to to get pregnant. We'd been trying since we had gotten married. And so it was such a gift uh, just a few months ago to find out that we were pregnant. And I promise you when I say this, I mean it, it was the happiest month of my life. But sadly, you know, our Lord had a different plan for that child. And so we miscarried. And I don't share this story to um, ask for sympathy or anything. No, I share this because my wife and I were blessed with such a gift something that I will hold tightly for the rest of my life. And so when we were choosing a name for our our little child, our unborn baby that didn't make it, we chose the name Eden. And for me, at least, I looked at that name and I said, well, when I finally meet this child, it will be like the Garden of Eden. It will be God willing in heaven. And so On the 18th, you know, we had a little burial and we were so blessed. We had a few of our friends join us. And I just, I look back at that moment just, you know, a few days ago and I'm just, I'm brought, brought to tears truly when I think about what a gift it was that although this child, um, you know, did not get to live, it brought 
my wife and I such joy and will continue to. And now we have a little saint in heaven praying for us. And the good Lord knows I need that. But I share this story because it was one of those moments where I had two choices. I could sit in anger, in resentment, in pity. I could sit and be mad at God. God, why would you do this? Or I could sit there and give it over to him and say, Lord, the child was never mine anyway. For that month, that great month, that gift, I'm so thankful for that time, that period of joy, the period of longing, period of hope. And although we never got to meet Eden in this life, there's hope in knowing that one day we will. And so this king asked of me and my wife to to surrender that. And the other option, of course, was surrender. It was either bitterness, anger, or surrender and trust. And we, of course, have hard moments and, you know, it's still tough, but we've accepted and given over this great gift to our king. Another story I want to share with you that also is very close to home. So I was fortunate to go home for Thanksgiving and be with my family. And if you've ever listened to this podcast, you're maybe aware I'm, I'm one of eight kids come from a big, big family. And just recently, my sister and her husband made the really hard but beautiful decision to allow for my mom and my dad to move into their home. They own a nice property and they've renovated the basement to let my parents live there. Now, my parents are not are old. They're, you know, in their late 60s. But my dad, about five years ago, was diagnosed with Parkinson's disease. And if you know anything about Parkinson's disease, or if you've listened to me talk about him before, you know that it is a terrible disease. And it really impacts uh, the, the person. I mean, your body just breaks down over time. And so his current state is is a tough one. He can still walk with the help of a walker. Uh, but there are days where actually his legs, you know, are not moving well enough. So he has to sit in a wheelchair and get pushed around. I mean, it is to the point where he really can't do much on his own. He can he can feed himself if, if food's put before him. Uh, but he needs help with pretty much everything. And that includes, you know, even um, things that you and I probably take for granted or don't think about, like using the restroom. And when I was home, you know, I was so blessed to get to spend time with him and my mom, but especially him, it was something that I was struck by. I was struck by his ability to surrender his ability to look at Christ the King and just give over everything to him, to look at his situation and say, Lord, you have dominion over me. My sister shared a, a really beautiful sentiment the other day. Um, they were helping him take a shower and he couldn't move his legs. They just kind of got stuck. And he just 
was in that position and he said, Lord, have mercy. Uh, this is a man of, of prayer, of true prayer. He was such a wonderful example to me growing up and still is. And, and you, you hear a story like that and you just hear of his surrender. And so when I was home, <clears throat> it was quite a gift to be able to, to, to serve him. And in those little moments of, you know, even helping him use the restroom, I, I wouldn't take those back. You know, I, I don't want to take those for granted. I wouldn't give those up for the world because this man served me my whole life. And so now just to have these brief moments of being able to help him out, such a gift. But I share this story not to necessarily reflect on how it's impacted me. Of course, I think that's going to come out regardless when I speak about it, but more the reflection of his example to to me and, and to you, the listener, of his surrender to Christ the King. He gives, my dad gives everything over to God. He has got this disposition to him where he just knows that he can't do it on his own, and so he surrenders. And I think that those two stories just kind of lend uh, a little insight into this great feast and what we can learn from that. Um, truly, I think there's just, you know, such a great gift there when we're able to to see Christ for who he is. And so I, I shared two examples in my own life, but I'm sure that you, the listener, have your own stories that are, are similar to what I'm talking about. Maybe it's a job situation. Maybe you or your spouse are in this tricky position where you're thinking about taking another job or looking for another job. Uh, maybe you love your current job, but it's not paying enough, or you don't like your job, but it does pay the bills, and you're just kind of discerning that. You know, give that over to Christ the King. Surrender it to Him. Talk to Him about it. Maybe it's your family life. Maybe you and your your spouse are struggling. You love each other, but it seems like you've been out at each other's throats for the last few months. Maybe there's an underlying problem that has surfaced. Maybe there's some deep hurt from childhood that is greatly impacting your spouse, your significant other, your best friend. Give those things over to the Lord. And of course, this is not a remedy to completely um, heal the situation, but it's a start. And it's a really good start. Maybe it's sickness. Maybe you, your spouse, or a loved one um, is struggling with, with some ailment or, or maybe cancer or something like that, and you're just kind of at, at wit's end with how to move forward. Maybe it's terminal. Maybe you know you're going to lose someone you love, or maybe it's you yourself are, are faced with the reality of your your own brokenness or your own um, just health, realizing that you know your time here on earth is fleeting, I, I suggest giving it over. All of these examples, maybe maybe yours is, is not as severe as the ones I've used, but they're all opportunities if we if we are willing to give over to the Lord and to surrender to him. And I think we have to ask the question of why, why, why can we trust this king? Why can we 
on today of all days? Why can we trust this Christ the King in a world where there's so much brokenness, there's so much, there's so much animosity, there's so much division, hatred. How do we trust this King? How do we give over these things to him? It would be so easy to trust the worldly kings, the kings of power, of prestige, of money, of comfort. But our Lord Jesus is sitting there, this meek king, willing and and asking us to just come follow him. And I think we can trust him because we've seen him do it. We've seen his example He laid it all down for us on the cross so that we could one day be with him in heaven. And there's no greater gift than this. I conclude with this. I have an invitation for you, the listener. I want you to consider just for a moment that today, that the day that you're listening to this podcast, it could be your very last, that your time here on earth could be coming to an end, that You don't know how much more time you have on this earth. And so the invitation is for you to look at your life and ask yourself this. Firstly, has Jesus Christ been the king of your life? Has he had dominion over you? Have you been his servant? Have you served him well? And if he asked you for an account of all you've done for his kingdom, what would you have to show for? Would you be able to in humility, list off the things that he's accomplished through you? Would you be happy to report? Or would you be scared out of your mind, understanding that there was so much more you could have done? On this great feast of Christ the King, or if you're listening to this a few days after, I invite you to reflect on this. I invite you to think about what he is to you as a king and what you've been able to do for him. Would you be able to give a good account and and to reflect over the coming days that maybe your days here are numbered? And so how do you want to live for him? I thank you so much, as always, for listening to this podcast. It is a gift to be able to journey with you towards cross, journey with you towards the kingdom of heaven, journey with you towards holiness. I invite you to continue to listen. If you like today's podcast, make sure to subscribe, send it to a friend. Maybe you know someone who needs to hear this, um, or maybe you know someone who's dealing with a uh, chronic disease, or you know somebody who's just experienced heartbreak or loss and they need to listen to this, send this over to them. Please pray for me and my wife. I'll be praying for you. Thanks again to our sponsors, The Catholic Company and Good Catholic. God bless you, and have a great day. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to subscribe and check out goodcatholic.com for more details. 